of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Rocking and rolling with college football and NFL football and the point spreads this weekend and uh, which games look good, which games don't look so hey, good. What? Ask him the over-under on snowfall in Buffalo. Okay, let's do that by bringing in our professional handicapper from NorthCoastSports.com, Chris Van Dyne. All right, Chris, what is the over-under on snowfall in Buffalo this weekend? Uh, the, the over-under, the actual snow? <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I, three feet. Three feet. There you go. All right. So that's what? 36 inches, people. Yeah. Uh, We'll see if the Browns play there or if they don't play there and they move that game to uh, Detroit. So let's start with that game, Chris. As a professional handicapper, as you're awaiting Mother Nature and what she wants to do in Buffalo, how do you handicap a game like that between the Browns and the Bills? Well, what I found interesting was the total has dropped. But it looks like all the snow is going to be falling on Friday, Saturday, and and some of it, I think, later tonight. So most of the snow is going to be done by Sunday. So you might actually have a clear stadium, but the total keeps dropping because everyone's reading about the snow and, you know, the possible possibly moving the game. But yeah. at this point, if, if, if it's not snowing during the game, then it really doesn't matter to us. And then in that case, we start thinking about taking the over because – uh, the Browns' defense has struggled. As long as Josh Allen's healthy, the Bills are going to score points. So the over might be the play. you got to keep an eye on that weather, though. Chris, what was the difference a couple of years ago when the New England Patriots went to Buffalo? It was a terrible weather game. Neither team could score. You think we could possibly see the same situation? Because I don't think there was precipitation that night. How would this affect Josh Allen? Uh, it really depends, and I don't remember specifically how that game went but the wind could could have been a factor wind is a a much bigger factor than precipitation usually uh because it affects you know affects deep passing the ball in the air uh when when you can't throw the ball long everything has to be near the line of scrimmage and and then the defense gets to pack the line of scrimmage so as long as there's no wind i think josh allen will be okay and he's got a deep threat in gabe davis who i think could take advantage of the browns all right, so uh, let's say the game is played there. The weather's, you know, the taken care of it. It fell, they cleared it, whatever it is. Uh, what is the line on that Browns-Bills game? What is the over-under on that Browns-Bills game? And, and which way are you guys leaning, or is it still too early to tell? Uh, we're still going to keep an eye on the weather. We do like the Bills in this game. We have a two-star and power sweep. Buffalo angry off a loss. 10-5 and five is a non-division home favorite coming in. Six and two ATS off a loss the past two and a half years. So we think the Bills, uh, you know, regardless of the situation, we like the Bills possibly over two touchdowns. Chris, are there any teams in the NFL, as you see on a weekly basis moving forward into week 10, that have given up? I don't know about giving up. Uh, There are a few teams that, you know, we don't mind playing against. Carolina being one of them. Uh, they've really struggled. You know, they're they're getting twelve and a half points this week, going to Baltimore and uh, or, yeah, going to Baltimore, and Ravens need a win here. 
Uh, do like the Ravens in that spot. Carolina one and five against the spread is an away dog. So, uh, you know, Carolina looks like one of those teams. Pittsburgh obviously has play the Saints. So <laughs> that factors in. They're one of the worst. They did play the Saints. So <laughs> that factors in. They're one of the worst teams in the league. I don't think they've given up. They just stink. Uh, so, you know, that that's a factor there, too. And they got, uh, which one was it? JT Watt back last week. So that helped their defense, right, and held them to 10 points. And uh, they made enough plays, just enough on offense to win that game. Um, all right, let's turn our attention to uh, college football. And, uh, again, we're talking with Chris Van Dyne, professional handicapper, ncsports.com. Follow him on Twitter, at ChrisV160. Uh, Chris, w- which games are you guys uh, feeling good about or, or taking a close look at college-wise this weekend? Well, one of the teams that we've talked about a few times on the, on this show is Tennessee. And we saw last week what they did against Missouri. That was a 28-24 game in the third quarter. And Tennessee absolutely poured it on late. They were still throwing, uh, I don't know if you saw Joe Milton, the former Michigan quarterback, throw a 65-yard bomb in the fourth quarter with less than two minutes left. And they, they punched it in to make it 66-24. Um, that that just shows me, and this is not the first time that Josh Heupel's done it. He runs his offense to score points until the clock strikes zero, and they did it against Akron earlier this year when they scored a touchdown with less than a minute left when they were up uh, like forty five points, or over fifty points. So uh, Tennessee seems like a team that's just going to add points regardless, and they need style points to potentially get a playoff spot. South Carolina, to me, looks like a team that's not as good as their record. They're 6-4, and four, but their only good win was against Kentucky, who was without their starting quarterback. Last week, we were like Florida against South Carolina. Florida absolutely rolled South Carolina by 32 points. Gamecocks struggle on defense. The Vols 8-2 and two against the spread this year. Uh, we are having our college game of the year this week. That is a game that is in the mix. And I, I do like Tennessee to cover that 22 points here. All right, what about Ohio State? They are on the road at uh, a team that was supposed to be pretty good, right, Maryland. Uh, as of late, they're not so good. They lost 30 to nothing on the road at Penn State last week, but they're a different team at home. And, of course, the Buckeyes could be looking ahead to that Michigan game. Uh, what say you, or, or what are you guys looking at as far as OSU at Maryland this week, 3.30 right here on WHBC? We do think the Buckeyes roll. They they want to have confidence going into that game. They are 7-0 and straight up, 5-2 and against the spread in this series. Six of those meetings they won by 21 points or more. And this game has traditionally gone over as well. Actually, every meeting in Big Ten play has gone over. Ohio State scores a lot of points against Maryland, usually in the 50s or 60s. We do think the Buckeyes cover. We like the over a little more. And Maryland is 1-10 in 10 against the spread versus Big Ten teams uh, under Loxley. Wow, 1-10. in 10. All right, so there. see, that's why we have this guy on. Those are the numbers you're not going to get uh, unless you talk to somebody sorry, who does was, this versus, for a living. Versus ranked Big Ten teams. 1-10 in 10 against spread either versus way. ranked Big Ten teams. And guess what? Ohio State's ranked, and they're a Big Ten team, so there you go. That that number factors into this, baby. Uh, and, and like you said, take the over on that. What about some other games that, that you're looking at, uh, Chris, uh, either over-under number or, you know, just uh, the, the point spread's too much to, to pass up or somebody's just going to blow somebody out of the building? Uh, I think the Pitt Panthers are in a good spot this week. They're 6-0 straight up and against a spread against Duke. 7-3 and three, uh, are 
Duke is seven and three ATS this year, but all three losses came on the road. Pitt looked really good defensively last week against Virginia. In fact, they scored more points in the first 10 seconds on defense than Virginia did the entire game. Two pick sixes on the first two plays uh, from scrimmage. So uh, Pitt looks like a solid play to me. They're laying seven and a half, and I, I think that Duke is a, a team that's struggled on the road in the last few years, 2-11 and 11 against the spread on the road. I think Pitt wins this game by more than two touchdowns. What are your thoughts on the Utes from Utah? Somebody asked me last week, Roadman, if you were betting two games in college, which two would you bet? And I said, well, coming off a poor performance offensively against Northwestern, at home against a crappy Indiana team, I'll give the 40 points and take the Buckeyes. Well, they covered uh, by two points, right? They got that late touchdown after that muffed punt. They covered. And I said the other one I really like was Utah uh, taking on Stanford. Uh, they were given 24, and they won that game uh, 42-7. to what, what, What's your thought on Utah? Because that Pac-12 I, I don't know what to make of it. USC looks to be the best team there, but, of course, Utah played Ohio State in the Rose Bowl last year. Is Utah getting into a groove right now, or uh, you not as sold on Utah as maybe I am? I, I think Utah is a pretty good team. You go back to the first week, they had that loss to Florida and a, a road loss to UCLA, but they've been pretty strong uh, other than that. They did have two big wins recently, two lopsided wins. I think Utah is a team that when when all things are clicking, they're they're really good, and they're thirteen and two against the spread as an away dog. So we do like Utah to uh, keep this game close against Oregon, possibly win it outright. And Oregon That's might be game. without Bo Nix. We're waiting to find oh, that out. Right. I want to ask you about maybe, and I get this is a real big maybe. Upset special of the week in the SEC. Uh-oh. Kentucky was ranked a couple of weeks ago. Now we see they've fallen on hard times. They're six and four, but they're getting twenty two against Georgia. Any chance they A, cover, or B, pull off the unthinkable? Uh, we like Georgia here. Uh, I just don't think Kentucky has the offense to compete. Georgia is 19-8 and eight as an away favorite, and they don't have a whole lot ahead of them with Georgia Tech, so they're, they're going to be fully focused on this game. Uh, common foes, Georgia is plus 27 points a game, while Kentucky is minus 6. So that's a 33-point edge to Georgia there. And I just I haven't seen much from Kentucky's offense recently. Will Levis is actually playing with a, a, quite a few injuries, and he is really struggling lately. They've been held under 200 passing yards in back-to-back games. Uh, actually, it's the third straight game. I'm sorry. And I, I think they're going to struggle to move the ball against Georgia's defense for sure. Well, I, so uh, I, I can guess see the, the real question would have been in like Georgia. I guess the real question would have been why was Kentucky ranked? Um. They've had a recent run, and for some reason, people think Will Levis is a first-round quarterback. So there you go. I think they were overrating him. All right, for me, uh, when in doubt, if it's basketball, pick Kentucky or Duke. If it's football, pick against Kentucky or Duke. That's right. just one of my, my <laughs> thinkings on that, uh, Chris Van Dyne. Hey, for people out there listening right now, Chris, that want more information uh, from you than maybe just what they're getting when you spend a few minutes with us here on the Kenny and JT Show there at ncsports.com, tell them what you guys offer and where they can find it. Sure. Go to power. Uh, go to ncsports.com. You can jump on board for Power Sweep. We also have our College Game of the Year, our five-star Game of the Year. It's our highest-rated college play of the year. You can call 1-800-654-3448 and get on board for that. You can also go to ncsports.com. You can find me on Twitter at ChrisV160. Uh, and we got the Power Sweep podcast up this week, so we've been doing pretty good on our podcast plays as well. 
so yeah, we got a lot of lot going on this week, and I, I got to get back to uh, getting some middle school wrestlers to run right now. We're in the middle of practice, but I, I appreciate you guys, and uh, right. it's fun talking to you.